It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Friday. Welcome into Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Scooter Dingus alongside, on the other side of the glass. A long time no see, buddy. Yeah, it's been a minute. I was My plan is to do this every Friday with you, but uh, I've had no. a busy couple weeks. So I feel neglected. I feel like uh, you don't like me. This may or may not be retaliation for not including me in the sports movie texts. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I got to say that's fair. It's <laughs> <laughs> Friday, July 29th, last Friday in July, which means we are five weeks away from the Louisville opener at Syracuse on a Friday night, five weeks and one day away from the Kentucky opener, uh, less than five weeks away from the Purdue opener and five weeks and one day away from the Indiana opener against the uh, Fighting Illini. So college football right around the corner. In fact, high school football in Kentucky is three weeks away from today. Wow. So get your heat index readers ready because high school football on August 19th, uh, maybe a little heat delay in week one, week two. Maybe that's too early. Who knows? But uh, we will have St. X and Owensboro right here on the Big X opening night, September or August 19th. So uh, mark your calendar today. Tony Burke and I will bring you all the action from, uh, from St. X. Owensboro and St. X Tigers defending 6A state champions. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. The Thornton's text line is open as well. 414-1450. Don't forget it's Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's. Each week, one lucky refreshing rewards member will win $10,000. That happens all summer long with the grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your refreshing rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon to enter. And that's not all. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, large Doritos, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. If you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, become one today. Text rewards to 803-13. Had Ed Peak in studio yesterday, so talked a lot of baseball. Didn't get to talk any NFL. Going to do that today. Uh, the Kyler Murray contract situation is laughable. <laughs> uh, sad. I don't know uh, if I had a, if I put a poll up, I'd give you laughable, sad, or ridiculous. Those would be your three options. Justin, you got a you got a pick on those? Laughable, sad, or or ridiculous? I think uh, ridiculous. Is yeah, where I would go. I'm with you. Ding, 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 ding. You win. You got the prize. I don't know what the prize is, but you win because that's <laughs> an hour of radio with you. Ab- yeah, well, that's <laughs> that's just a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, Kyler Murray. If you didn't know, if you've been under the rock, uh, as far as the NFL is concerned, uh, signed his extension with the Cardinals last week. We found out earlier this week there was an addendum in there that said Kyler had to study film four hours per week minimum on his own. He had to take his iPad home. The, the powers that be could see whether or not he was watching, actually watching the film. Now, I think he could turn the iPad on, turn the film on, and continue playing the video games that he's so famous for playing when he's supposed to be studying. This, is part, this part of the contract was not supposed to get out. All right? 
The team puts it in there because they want him to take his job seriously. Kyler Murray is unbelievably athletic. He is an unbelievably talented young quarterback. He can make all the throws. He can run away from pressure. He can run into the secondary. He can make his team better just because of his pure talent. He's five foot, I don't know, 10, maybe. He runs like a Jaguar. He can throw it 70 yards without a problem. But the the issue the Cardinals had here was they, they worried that he wasn't studying enough. How much better can you be in that division if you study Aaron Donald and kind of know where he's coming from? Because if you don't, Aaron Donald's going to catch you, and he's gonna, he could hurt you. How much better could you be in that division if you know where Bosa is from San Francisco, where he's going to come from, where you should step up into the pocket? Or the defensive backs of the Seattle Seahawks, what their tendencies are. Maybe you don't just have to fling it because you're great. Maybe you throw it to a spot because you know the defense is not going to go that way and your guy can go that way. So they don't just want Kyler Murray to be a great talent. They want him to be a great student of the game and a great player along with that. And they were worried that he wasn't getting that done. Now, Kyler Murray had a press conference yesterday. I wouldn't call it a press conference. He didn't take any questions, or he wouldn't take any questions about the contract situation. Uh, It got out that this addendum was in there. Now, what happened was a reporter was looking in there for the baseball clause because there's got to be a baseball clause in the Kyler Murray contract. He still wants to play baseball. He was drafted by the Oakland A's. He was a great baseball player both in high school and at the University of Oklahoma. So when he came out, when he got drafted, he still really wanted to play baseball. He was drafted by the Oakland A's. Uh, He was hoping he was going to get drafted by the San Francisco 49ers or the Raiders at the time because then maybe he could still play baseball as well. Uh, Instead, the Arizona Cardinals took him. He had to make a decision. He chose football. But his heart always seemed to be with baseball. So there, this reporter is looking for a baseball clause in the contract. You know, yes, you're allowed to go play, go spring training. And there are all kinds of clauses in, in somebody's contract. Mine says I can't go deep sea fishing in shark-infested waters here at the Big X. I don't know why it's in there, but I signed the contract anyway. I guess they fear, you know, you know how it is, Justin. Oh, yeah. You're not allowed to play video games during, uh, during uh, shows. Right. That's a given. Yeah, so it's in your contract. But if it wasn't in your contract, would you do it? Probably. Yeah, probably. If I, I, and I'd be deep sea fishing this weekend <laughs> in shark-infested waters. So, uh, for example, Kyler Murray, part of the contract says he's not allowed to ride dirt bikes. You can't ride dirt bikes. Is that legit? That's legit. <laughs> we don't, uh, unlike the shark thing, yeah, that, and, the, and the video game thing, yeah, that's legit. He can't ride dirt bikes. That's wild. Which means, you know, we don't want you falling off your dirt bike and and separating your throwing shoulder. I get it. And a lot of quarterbacks have things like that. You know, I think Aaron Rodgers isn't allowed to uh, water ski, which I think he (laughs) loves to do. But I think you can't water ski. That's it. Aaron, you want $50 million a year? 
take, take water skiing out of your daily routine. So the dirt bike thing is in there. Okay, we're looking for the baseball thing. And all of a sudden, a journalist stumbles across this, I don't know, paragraph-long addendum that says, hey, you will study four at a minimum four hours a week of film study on your own at home, away from the facility. We need you to do this. Now, the press conference yesterday, Kyler, Kyler Murray was mad. He was embarrassed by this. And he was taking it out on the media, the fans. Well, the media didn't make him sign this contract. The fans didn't make him sign the contract. He was taking it out because he was embarrassed. He was angry. Shouldn't he have said to his agent, um, did you know this was in here when I signed this contract? First of all, did, did Kyler Murray read the contract? No way. I'm going to guess no. No way. In fact, I'm going to guess most athletes tell their agent, this is what I want, get it, take care of it, and then I'll sign the contract. And they don't read it. The age, that's what the agent gets paid to do. Did the agent read did it? Did the agent read it? I can't believe he didn't read it. That's his one job. That, that really is his one job is to get your pair, player paid and get him the best contract uh, that works for him. So I, he should be mad, A, at himself for not reading his own contract, B, at his agent for apparently saying sign this oh, and not saying, oh, by the way, you got to study film four hours a week. You're good with that, right? The, it might have been one of those things, though. The agent read it, and it was like, oh, okay, that's no it problem. It seems like nothing. Yeah. Right? I mean, if, if I'm going to give you 230, I'm going to give you a quarter of a billion dollars over the next seven years. Yeah, maybe you can study four hours a week. Maybe, I'll study maybe 12 the, hours a week. Maybe the agent, wow, <laughs> well done. Maybe the agent goes, yeah, I don't have to tell him that. That's, that's almost, he should almost be doing that anyway. I would think he would be doing that anyway. Or do you get mad at the team if you're Kyler Murray? Why would you put that in there? Do you think I don't study enough? Do you think I'm not a student of the game? Well, apparently they, that's exactly what they think. Um, so the press conference yesterday was a joke. He wouldn't answer any questions about it. Um, but if I'm, a, if I'm a member of the press corps yesterday, I, I just yell out, why did you sign it? You know, I know you don't want to answer any questions. Why did you sign it? Because once you signed it, this is on you. Now, this has been a week-long thing. I know I wasn't here Tuesday and Wednesday, but I've been following it. I've been laughing about it. Last night, the Cardinals took it out of the contract. <laughs> they removed it. Now, I think the Cardinals are a little embarrassed, too. Because from their perspective, hey, we drafted this guy number one. And we drafted a guy number one, and we just paid him a five-year extension that's going to pay him a quarter of a billion dollars. But we still think he doesn't work hard enough, at least off the field. He doesn't work hard enough. Nobody's ever said Kyler Murray doesn't give it his all when he's on the field, when he's at practice, when he's with his teammates. Nobody's ever said that. But what the Cardinals are saying is – we don't trust him when he's at home because he loves to play video games. He loves, you know, you, you, you play video games. World of Conquest, World of whatever. What? What, what do you play? Mist? 
uh, I'm usually that's a, old. I'm, that's, I'm a sports I'm game guy. guy. Okay, well, I mean, he's playing World of Warcraft. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I won't be playing that. And he and he does it every waking hour that he's not doing something with football. And I think the Cardinals are embarrassed as well. We didn't do our homework on this guy. Second half of the year, he was not good last year. He was not good. And then in the offseason, he scrubs all of the mentions of the Cardinals off of his social media. Mm -hmm. That's not a good sign. That means they're not getting along. So they felt, at least at some point, they felt we have to put this in the contract. Because if we just suggest it to him, he's not going to do it. That shows his immaturity. And keep this in mind. This is a story that's not going to go away. It's not over. Every time he goes on the road, somebody from a road press corps is going to ask a question. Did you study your four hours this week? What did you <laughs> see on your four hours of film study this week? Your four hours of, I'm sorry, independent film study. Not what you do at the, at the facility. What did you learn in your four hours? This is going to happen everywhere he goes. And the first game that he goes 11 for 26 with two interceptions, guess what's going to get brought up? Um, I guess you uh, didn't study the tendencies of the defensive pressure that this opponent was going to bring, right, uh, Kyler? And this is a guy that is not media savvy. He is not good in front of, in front of the cameras. Unless he's got a helmet on and he's throwing the football or running the football. There he's very good. But in front of the press corps, answering questions, he needs some help. He needs some, somebody to come in. The Cardinals need to hire somebody to come in and, and be his media consultant and say, Kyler, this is what you're going to be asked. This is how you should answer it. And practice it with him. Go over it with him. It's hard to believe he would need that after being a two-star athlete at, in college, you know? Well, I mean, he was, he was great in college. And he, I guess there are, there are college football questions from the media, and there are pro football questions. And for the most part, the, the tough college questions go to the coaches. The players are given a little bit of a, of a pass. They're young. They're immature. And, you know, you talk to them during, after a loss. You, you hit them with kid glove questions. You don't punch them down. The coaches get the tough questions in college. In the pros, you're a man. You know, you're Tom Brady. You're Aaron Rodgers. You, you lose a tough game. You throw a tough interception. Guess what? We're going to ask you about that play. We're going to ask you about, uh, you know, why you threw that ball. And you've got you to gotta have enough savvy to stand up there and take those questions and say to the guys, you know what, that's on me. I did that. That's my fault. i got to learn from it. you got to have the right answers. And look, they're cliche answers. They're boring answers. But you give the right answers. And all the Cardinals need to do is get somebody in there. With, and look, maybe he doesn't want that. Maybe he said, no, I'm not going to listen to anybody. He seems like the kind of guy that's not going to listen to anybody when you listen to him talk. But this has been uh, – an interesting week at the year, and he, he didn't look happy at the press conference yesterday. All these teams are in camp now. There's supposed to be excitement everywhere. All right, we're ready to go. We're ready for hard knocks. Hard knocks, by the way, in season this year on HBO, Arizona Cardinals. Ooh. Now, preseason, I'm not, I don't remember who it is. I got to look it up. But midseason, what they did with the Colts last year, 
they're doing with the Arizona Cardinals this year. They'll pick them up about halfway through the season, and then you'll have five or six episodes heading up to the playoffs. Um, but that's going to be a fun watch if, if Kyler Murray, especially if Kyler Murray's not playing well. That's going to be a fun watch. All right, the big injury for Tampa Bay yesterday. Seattle got a big signing uh, of one of their wide receivers. Daniel Snyder testified yesterday before a House subcommittee. We will talk some baseball. Uh, the Reds have traded someone. Dun-dun-dun, breaking news coming up. Uh, Charles Barkley not going to the Live Tour. I could not be happier about that. All that and more as uh, we take a break here. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio on this Friday. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open, 502-414-1450. That's 414-1450 to get your text into the show. Tired of buying expensive sunglasses only to lose them, break them, or never even wear them because you don't want to get them dirty? Well, let me tell you about Shady Rays. It's an American-owned company started in Kentucky. Changing the way you wear sunglasses. Shady Rays sunglasses offer an industry-best combination of fit, style, and performance without the big brand price tag. Trust me on that. I don't buy expensive sunglasses. and I got three pairs of these babies. Um, you know why I like Shady Rays, Justin? You know why I love them? Because they're a Kentucky company. No, because I break my sunglasses Ooh. all the time, and they have the lost and broken replacement warranty. Haven't heard of that? Well, if you lose or break your pair, doesn't matter if it's day one, doesn't matter how it happens, doesn't matter if your grandmother uh, sits on them when she uh, gets up to get the remote to watch Jeopardy on a Wednesday night, that happens, you get a, a free pair, right? Free, equitable pair, one time if you break or lose your Shady Rays, even on day one. They also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order, donate over 20 million meals to date, look good in your shades, feel good. By making an impact, and exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is offering 25% off. You can try them out, see what they're all about. Use the code BIGX at checkout. 25% off all adult shades. That's ShadyRays.com. Uh, texter, a uh, good buddy of mine, my old buddy Johnny, said, uh, John, chances are me, you, and Justin are more honest about our amount of strokes on a hole playing golf when we went out of bounds had an 8, 9, or a 10 than Daniel Snyder was when he testified yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, I don't disagree with that. The only thing is he was, under, he was not under subpoena yesterday. So Daniel Snyder, owner of the Washington Commanders, by the way, he, he testified for 11 hours on Zoom from his yacht somewhere in the Mediterranean. What a life. That's a sense I never thought I'd say. But uh, he testified before a U.S. House Oversight Committee. Um, basically, a lot of accusations and, uh, uh, you know, of, of sexual orientation and all kinds of things, all kinds of wrongdoings in the commanders or Redskins or football team, whatever you want to call them, in their, uh, in their camp. Uh, but no subpoena here. So he had the right to not answer anything he didn't want to answer because he was, he was under oath, which I was surprised by. But he also had the right to not answer the questions. If he is under oath 
by subpoena, then he has to answer every question. Now, his attorney says he did answer everything they asked. The public um, has a right to see the testimony, and that will happen in the coming days, I would say in less than a week. Um, they will, that will be released. Somebody will get that out into the public, into the public eye. Roger Goodell praised Snyder for the changes that have been made within the commander's organization. Uh, Snyder himself, uh, according to reports, said a lot of yesterday about the changes that have, that have been made. That doesn't mean these things didn't happen though on his watch. So we'll see if anything comes of this, but uh, yeah, the Washington owner tests 11 hours, 8 to 6.30. The only thing I want to do from 8 to 6.30 is sleep. I can sleep 11 hours. Can I you? can probably go scuba diving with uh, sharks in festive waters for 11 hours. But boy, I can't sit on a Zoom for 11 hours. No. My goodness. I can't think of many things I'd rather do less. <sighs> Uh, Columbus beat the Bats last night. It was a rain-interrupted game. Uh, we had, it's a long night out at the stadium. 6 nothing was the final. Uh, they'll be at it again. Uh, the Bats have won two of the first three in the series. 7.05 tonight, pregame right here on the Big X, 6.35. Nick Curran, Jim Kelch will bring you the action. Same time tomorrow night, and then a 105 start on Sunday with a 12.35 pregame. All of those Bats games you can hear right here on the Big X. A big injury for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday, and this is a tough one. Ryan Jensen, uh, the center, all-pro center for the Buccaneers, carted off the, the uh, playing field yesterday with a knee injury. It was uh, I saw the beat writer for the uh, uh, Tampa Bay Tribune today talking about it, said it was very quiet, and a lot of guys around the cart wishing him well, and it just – was an ugly sound, an ugly scream from Ryan Jensen. And uh, the Buccaneers announced today he's going to miss significant time. Now, one of the reasons, one of the things when Tom Brady first came back to the Buccaneers, he wanted Ryan Jensen on this roster. The center is the quarterback of the offensive line, right? He calls out the signals. He tells everybody who they're blocking before he snaps the football. And Ryan Jensen was good at it, really good at it. Uh, so this is a tough loss for Tom Brady. The, the Buccaneers are interesting. They brought in Julio Jones a few days ago. He was very electric, according to reports in practice yesterday, jumping over people, Randy Mossing people is how I heard one reporter put it. Uh, great pickup, I think. Kyle Rudolph is in. Rob Gronkowski retired as the tight end. They bring in Kyle Rudolph. He's a reliable tight end. He can block. He catches touchdown passes. But – the most important player on the offensive line is the blindside tackle. If you're a right-handed quarterback like Brady, it's the left tackle. But the second most important, or maybe even 1A or 1B, is the center. Right? He's protecting up the middle. He's protecting the pocket. And he's also calling out the signals, which is hugely underrated. He's calling out the signals for these five offensive linemen to know where to block and who to block. The four offensive linemen beside him, and of course the tight end. Um, this guy's going to be hard to replace. When Brady came back, Ryan Jensen was getting ready to sign with the Bengals. He was a free agent, and Ryan Tom Brady went to Ryan Jensen and said, "I need you in Tampa Bay." Now they went on to win a Super Bowl. 
Jensen made the right move to stay in Tampa, and uh, he is a cornerstone for Tom Brady in Tampa. But that is a that's a tough. We have these injuries every year, and there's always one or two. There are always one or two teams that are lucky, unbelievably lucky throughout the year, and there are also a couple of teams that have great talent, and all of a sudden one or two guys go down, and their season is over. And that's what this feels like for the Buccaneers. Jensen, the last two years protecting Tom Brady has a 93.1 win percentage on pass block situations. You know how high that's that incredible. is? For a center. That's incredible. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Uh, and I don't know where you go because there are not centers, great centers, just sitting around waiting to get hired, right? Your backup center. He's probably your long snapper, number one, and there's a reason he's your backup center. So, um, good luck, Tampa Bay. Seattle signed DK Metcalf. Uh, He had been sitting around in camp not playing. He was there. But uh, he got three years, $72 million, Justin. That'll work. I'll Um, take it. $30 million signing bonus, the most ever by a wide receiver in NFL history. It's disgusting. So he'll make $30 million. He gets, a, he gets the deposit $30 million today into the bank account and then $14 million a year for the next three years to catch passes from, I don't know, Drew Locke, Geno Smith. We're all, we're all out here worrying about the mega millions tonight, and he's just sitting there depositing $30 million. It's a billion dollars tonight. If it's not a billion, it's close to a billion. I'm leaving no, it's over here a billion. and going to get my tickets. How many are you getting? I don't know. I you know, you got to go at least ten. Well, if you buy two dollars, you know you can win, right? You only need one set of numbers. That's true. But I'll buy. Yeah, you know, I'll go. I'll go a little higher than that. I might go ten. Ten sounds sounds good. Ten nice. to, ten to win a bill. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I'm good with that. <sighs> I'm not sharing it with you. Oh, I don't you're, expect you're still going to have to come to work every just, day. Just you'll, get, ne- you'll never see me again. Just give me a couple thousand. We'll call it a day. What do you do if you win a billion dollars? Now I know it's not a billion dollars. I know you know taxes. you're still gonna you're still getting seven hundred mil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're getting you know. What do you do? Yeah, I have no idea. You'll, I'm with you. You'll never see me again. I think we're gonna eat at Red Lobster tonight. <laughs> right? They're not even a sponsor, but I think we're we're going high dollar tonight. Red Lobster. <laughs> that's high dollar for me. So Metcalf, that's a good signing by Seattle. I like it, but they need a quarterback. You know, Russell Wilson is gone. And Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, that was a nice little combo platter. Here's a, I saw this. I heard this today. I, I'm going to assume it's true because I heard it on a reputable show. How many times do you think DK Metcalf ran the football last year? Ran the, Was handed it and ran it. Not caught a pass. Ran the football. Six. Three. I got a feeling... That Pete Carroll's going to say, uh, guess what? You're going to have a few more carries this year because we got to get our best player of the football. And Russell Wilson's no longer our best player. He's gone. Uh, but DK Metcalf, three years, $72 million. Congratulations. Speaking of, I saw Russell Wilson yesterday in his new Broncos gear. Oh, it looks weird. Looks yeah. really Dude, weird. Remember when Peyton Banning? Yeah, the same thing. Or the Broncos. Yeah. St- you know, he came out in the yeah. 16 with the orange. You went, whoa, what? that just doesn't. <laughs> That makes you want. It looks like somebody threw up on Peyton Manning's <laughs> Colts uniform. Yeah, Russell. Um, he was doing a thing with the green screen behind him, 
with his orange on and yeah. Look, I've I've already placed one bet Super Bowl champion next year, Denver Broncos. I've got them in a parlay it's to a, win the division. It's a silly bet in that division. It's probably a really silly bet with the Chargers and uh, the Chiefs and the Raiders. But I thought, you know what? They got a good defense. Mm-hmm. They've got good skill position receiver pl- receivers with Jerry Judy and uh, guys like that. And they got Russell Wilson. And if Russell Wilson, who's won a Super Bowl, can control that offense and that defense plays like we think they can play, eh, you know what? The odds I got were were pretty darn good. I, I forget what they were. I bet it a week and a half ago. Do they have Cortland Sutton still as well? Yes. Yeah, I nope. mean, that's that's two good guys right there. They've got a really good receiving core. I don't think running back matters anymore no. in, the, in the NFL. Got Noah Fant. Um, but the defense is good. Probably got the best defensive cornerback uh, in the country, Patrick Sertan, in the, uh, in the league. So I don't think they're going to win it, but I thought it was worth uh, a little, little green. All right, the Reds trade I teased a little bit earlier. Tyler Naquin, outfielder, traded really? to the New York Metropolitans. He, uh, he and relief pitcher Philip Deal go to the Mets in exchange for a couple of uh, high-end minor leaguers. Uh, why would the Mets want Tyler Naquin? Uh, he's hitting 246, seven homers, 33 RBIs, 749 uh, OPS, so that's not bad. But where does he play? Because the Mets have Mark Canna in left field. They've got Starling Marte in right field, and they got Brandon Nemo, leadoff hitter and center fielder. Uh, left-handed bat, depth off the bench, I guess. Uh, a He'll be the fourth outfielder, I would think. He's not replacing any of these other three guys. But uh, now it begins. This is where it begins for the Reds. They're going to dismantle that team. They lost 7-6 last night. Uh, Yesterday, uh, Hunter Strickland blew a 5-4 lead in the ninth. They lost to Miami 7-6 yesterday. Uh, They're in last place in the National League Central. Nobody's going to trade for Joey Votto or Mike Moustakis. Um, but I'm trying to figure out who the next one to fall is. Now, we know Louis Castillo is going to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the Yankees. That seems like the most logical place for him to end up. Tyler Maley is going to be traded as well. He's had a great year on the mound. After that, if I'm the Reds, I'm not listening to offers for Jonathan India. I'm not listening to offers for Brandon Drury. And I'm not listening to offers for Tyler Stevenson, who's injured right now anyway, the catcher. Those three guys, that's where I'm starting, right? I'm going to start with those three guys. I'm going to get some young guys in here. I'm going to rebuild. I can't unload Votto. He may not play again after this year anyway. He's hitting under 210. Hats off to Votto for real, though. I mean, this man, his whole career has had to deal with the Reds rebuilding year after year after year after year. But here he is, tried and true, still in Cincinnati. So hats off to him. I think they've been to the playoffs twice Twice. in his his, tenure. Yeah. I know they got been a short one. I know they got no hit by Roy Halladay in the playoffs. Sheesh. But. Well, and then they had the wild card game against Pittsburgh where the fans just made Cueto poop his pants. But. He's also he's he's got one of those not quite high, as high level, but he's got one of those Mike Trout contracts that they can't trade him. They haven't been able to trade him the last few years because the price tag to get him is just too high. Uh, to pay him is just too much. Um, so I will say yes, hats off to him for staying, but he also got a contract where it made him hard to sign other people sure. in a small market like that. Sure. 
Um, but I, if I'm the Reds, I'm keeping Drury. I'm keeping, you know, I'm not a big Nick Senzel fan, so if they want to trade him, please do. Uh, but I'm keeping Drury. I'm keeping India. And really after that, I'll bet you off. Anybody's on the market if you want to come get them. Castillo's going to be traded. That's sad. He, he had a great outing last time out against uh, Miami. That, ma- that one makes me sad. Melly makes me sad because he's really coming into his own. All right, we're going to take another break here. Charles Barkley says no to the Live Tour. Um, of course, that new schedule for Live next year is out. We'll talk about that. Would the Angels trade Shohei Otani? I'm going to talk about that. And who would you rather have for the next five years, Shohei Otani or Juan Soto? We'll debate that. Justin and I will argue about that on the other side. You're listening to Spears on Sports. Presented by Eminem Cardi on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports. Presented by Eminem Cardi. John Spears in the studio. Final segment of the week. It is a Friday. And I love Friday. 384-1450 is the uh, Eminem Cartage Hotline, 502-384-1450. Last chance to get a call into the show or a text. The uh, Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, it's Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's. Each week, one lucky refreshing rewards member will win 10,000 simoleons. That happens all summer long. Grand prize is a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. I'll take that. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon. That's it. Two steps. You're entered. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, large Doritos, hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, and many more. Using your Refreshing Rewards card, that's Thornton Summer Cash Bash. Not a Refreshing Rewards member? Why not? You should. You should be one. Become one today. Text REWARDS to 80313. That's REWARDS to 80313. One three. Ah, Charles Barkley is not going to uh, be a broadcaster on the Live Tour. In fact, Charles, who gave last night as the deadline to get an offer, apparently says he didn't get an offer. Wow. He met with Greg Norman last Thursday in Atlanta. Uh, he actually played yesterday in the Pro-Am portion of the Live Tour tournament. And as he told Dan Patrick on, uh, I think it was Tuesday, look, if I don't know by Thursday night when I leave that golf course, then I'll be back at Turner and, and doing inside the NBA and Subway commercials and Capital One commercials and whatever else he does, Dick's Sporting Goods commercials where he hits golf balls all around the, inside the Dick's Sporting Goods <laughs> stores. I love Sir Charles. I do. I think he's he is probably the most – Loved media member on television, media member in sports right now because he's great on Inside the NBA. He's wonderful when he's on March Madness in the studio. He speaks his mind. He doesn't hold back. He tells you exactly what he's thinking, what he believes to be the truth. Like it or not, he's going to tell you how he feels about things. Uh, when he did the match, the uh, Brady, Rogers, Mahomes, Josh Allen golf match in November, that's what he does great. He's very entertaining. He brings fun to it. He played in the American Century Championship golf tournament. And he, uh, you can't not watch him. 
when he's on TV. Uh, so I'm glad he didn't go to the live tour because then I was going to have to find the live tour on my YouTube channel or, or the uh, live website just to hear what he and David Faherty had to say about it. But now I don't have to because he's not going. Do you buy it, though, that he's not going? I mean, because when this whole thing first started, his whole mindset was, well, I'm going to listen to other offers, and he brought up the whole money thing. I just don't know that if I buy that if the live came to him today – and we're like, oh, we didn't meet our deadline, but here's $350 million if you come join us. I, I'm not so sure that Charles wouldn't be like, oh, I'm, I, actually, I'm going to live. I think Charles is brutally honest and always has been. Uh, you know, when, when there's a, a school shooting or if he has a, an opinion of something a politician did, he doesn't hold back. Mm -hmm. So I, I think when he says – I have to have an offer by Thursday when I leave, or I'm. That's it. It's o He said it's over if they don't offer me by Thursday when I leave because it's not. He said, I don't think it's fair to Turner to keep them waiting. So I believe him until he proves me wrong, and he's never in my in my memory proven me wrong that uh, that he's been dishonest about anything. I I believe him now. Yeah, this is yeah. See, see, for me, it doesn't have anything to do with Charles Barkley. It has. Everything to do with being snake bitten by all the golfers that have gone to live, that have given us this same spiel. I'm going to stay tried and true, and then next thing you know, they're gone. Yeah, but they're not Charles Barkley. Fair. Now, if Greg Norman comes and says, uh, "Hey, Charles, fifty million. Come on, you can uh, broad help broadcast fourteen tournaments next year." It'd be hard to say no. He probably doesn't make that much less than that at Turner. He makes uh, about ten million at Turner. That's it. And another 10 or so in endorsements with Subway, Dick's, and uh, Capital One. Plenty of money. So that's plenty of money, sure. But as these golfers have shown us, plenty of money is great, but more money is greater. Quadruple my money is even greater. My $20 million mansion's nice, but my $100 million mansion's going to be a lot nicer. Right? It's insane. Uh, Bubba Watson mentioned this yesterday. He's the latest to um, secede from the union. But again, here's another guy that hasn't won recently, maybe a little bit past, definitely a little bit past his greatest golfing days. They're behind him. Um, Bubba's a guy also on tour that people either liked him or they didn't like him. Yeah. You know, was, yeah, most people like Phil, but if you didn't like Phil, you really didn't like Phil. And I think Bubba's the same way, DeChambeau's the same way, and uh, even Brooks Kepka is the same way. He rubs some people the wrong way, and some people just love him. Um, but other than Kepka and DeChambeau, I would say most of these guys' best golf is behind them. Mm -hmm. And maybe for Kepka it might be as well because he's had a little, few injury things. DeChambeau with the wrist, you never know how that's going to react. He had the surgery. Um, when they take... One of these young, upcoming stars like Cameron Young, who's winning the tournament this weekend, Cameron Smith, who's been rumored that he was going to go, um, Xander Schauffele, Patrick, uh, not Patrick Reed, uh, Patrick Cantlay. One of these young guys, you know, Justin Thomas, I don't think will ever go because he's a PGA, his dad and his grandpa were PGA guys for life. Rory has made it clear. Now, Rory would be a guy that if he went, uh, that's when my jaw would hit the ground because. He has been adamantly outspoken against it. But uh, until one of these young studs that, that's going to win a lot of tournaments, win a lot of majors, heads out, 
I'm not going to take it seriously yet. And they also have to change their format. I think eventually they are going to change their format. They have to to compete because right now, 48 golfers in an event, they've got about 100 on the roster. So you got over half your golfers being left out right now. You know, thank you for the guaranteed money you gave me, but I'd like to make some more by playing some golf on these things. If yeah, I, I was worried about that initially. I mean, you, you can only have – I mean, they've got to cap the golfers at some point if they want to continue the shotgun starts. Correct. Yeah. You're going to have to have – instead of uh, three-man, you're going to have to have four-man. Do they go to foursomes? They, they could. I mean, we – That could be kind of fun. Every time I go play golf, I play in a foursome. Yeah. Um, shotgun start, foursome, 18 holes. That's 72 golfers. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could do that, I guess. Next year – they announced yesterday 14 events instead of eight this year. $405 million in purses. That's a $150 million increase. This year it was $255 million in eight tournaments. I haven't done the uh, ratio. I haven't done the algebra here. But that's a pretty good, pretty good uh, raise in the purses. Um, but until they change the shotgun start, until they change only having 48 golfers, and get rid of this. Look, this whole team format, 12 four-man teams, okay, that's fun. This isn't a Ryder Cup. This isn't the, pres- this isn't the World Golf Championship. Team golf, team golf has been tried on the PGA Tour back in the 70s. It doesn't work. People don't care about team golf. And until these guys have to make a cut, it's not going to be exciting golf. That's just the way I feel about it. Have you watched any of the two tournaments yet? No. At all? Nor will I. The first one in London, or just outside of London, I, I got on the YouTube. I found it. I watched about 15 minutes. And to be honest, I was bored to death. Mm-hmm. Now, Phil was playing. Dustin Johnson was playing. So it wasn't a bunch of guys. I, they, were, they weren't showing a bunch of guys I didn't know who they were. Right? Well, they got that Mickey Mouse scoreboard, too. The scoreboard and <laughs> – I'll say this. One thing the PGA Tour does right, when you're watching a tournament, now if you understand golf and you're watching a tournament and a guy on Sunday is three over, he is 12 shots behind the leader and he's playing 14, right? And somebody random, doesn't matter, just somebody, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a name, somebody that's in the tournament, Let's see. Who have I got on my fantasy guy? Harry Higgs. <laughs> Harry Higgs is hitting. That's random. Uh, on 14, he's 12 shots back. He's plus three, and they're, they're showing this shot. Why are they showing it? Now, if you understand golf, you go, he's either going to make this from the fairway, this 120-yard shot, or he's going to hit the stick, or it's going to land three inches from the hole. That's what happens. Because almost every shot they show on a PGA trip has already happened. Mm-hmm. Now, the announcers do a great job of not letting you know what's going to happen, even though they may be sitting right there on the 18th green, Nick Faldo looking at it, saw it go in, 40-foot putt. They go, okay, here's, here's Michael Roy at 18 from 40 feet. This is for Eagle. They don't, tell, they don't let you know what's going to go in or not. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. And the scoreboard doesn't change until they show you the shot. Yeah. Even though they know. The it, scoreboard at the live yeah. tour changes. You may be watching a guy 
Now, the, I do like that the scoreboard is up there the entire time over on the side. The entire time. But you might be watching a guy putt, and he's getting ready to putt. He's one under. And all of a sudden, before he putts, his score on the scoreboard changes to two under. And I go, well, I don't have to watch this. I know he's going to make it. So that's something they got to improve. Obviously, it's a new product. Things are going to be different. But I got no desire to watch it yet. No. No desire. Until they change the format, I have no desire. Now, no. I, I would have turned in to hear Faraday and Barkley go back and forth a little bit. But not for, I'm not tuning in for the golf there. I would have just been turned in to get some entertainment. Until they get some golfers that I like, I won't watch. I mean, I, I'm okay with Dustin Johnson. But everyone else, it's like, I don't care to watch them. You don't like watching Kepka? I mean, not here DeChambeau. lately. The last couple of years, he's been terrible. And DeChambeau, no, he drives me nuts. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can't imagine playing behind him, John. I, I, it frustrates me watching him on TV. Like, hit the ball already, well, dude. Well, I tell you to hit into him, but you can't, you can't hit it that far. That's true. So, once he tees <laughs> off and gets to his ball, you can go ahead. I can go, yep. <laughs> All right, uh, back to baseball for just a second. Uh, it Shohei Ohtani pitched for the Angels last night. They lost to Texas 2-0. He was great again. Got no run support. Uh, he's got nine wins on the season. Uh, struck out 11. Double digits for, I think, the ninth time in a row. He's got double-digit strikeouts. I had to check that. Don't quote me on that. I think it was nine times in a row. He's got one year left on his Angels contract after this year, and the rumor mill started last night after the game. Will Shohei Ohtani be traded before Tuesday's 4 o'clock deadline? And I thought, that's crazy. I thought the same thing that Justin, when I said that to Justin, he goes, why would they trade? Okay. He's only got one year left. If he doesn't want to stay with the Angels after that year, and I don't know why you would, by the way. The Angels are a, just a train wreck, a dumpster fire. Then why wouldn't you trade him? His market value is never going to be higher. He's 28 years old, and you basically have two players here. You have one of the best pitchers in the league, and you have one of the best hitters in the league. Those don't come around. There aren't, there, those aren't available. Babe Ruth, I guess, was the last one that was available. So if, you're, if I'm the Angels and I'm taking calls or returning calls to teams like the Yankees or the Dodgers, who we assume will be the, the suitors here, I'm calling them going, hey, you want Otani? You better come strong. You better come strong. Because you're getting two players here. You're getting two all-stars. You're not getting one. You're getting a guy that's going to throw a four-hitter on Thursday and hit two home runs and then come back on Friday and uh, go three for four with a homer and four RBI. Which makes our five-year comparison pretty easy if you ask me. I'd much rather have Otani than Soto. Yeah, but – Keep this in mind. Otani, you're going to be getting his 29 to 34 years. If you get Soto, you're getting 24 to 28. That's I pretty mean, good. He could end up being one of the best hitters we've ever seen. Yeah, but you're getting a hitter and a pitcher. His on-base percentage is unbelievable. Um, and he's younger. He's younger. That's why it's a question, because he's younger. Uh, the latest on Juan Soto, maybe to the – Padres. Mm, now, I like that. Good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Another hitter in that lineup, all of a sudden, they're dangerous. All right, want to thank uh, Scooter Dingus, 
Appreciate you being here, man. Thanks for having me. I'll see you in about a month because you usually only work every fourth Friday. I'll be here next Friday. I'll be back Monday. Look forward to it. I'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Oh.